Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Top of Tuesday. This is uh, Lindsay Warwick, the conduit here on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. So excited to be revamping my podcast after a little bit of well-needed time off to just take care of myself a little bit. And my first guest is Miss Alyssa Wallace here. She's the land steward of the fern. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad that you're here and yay. I'm so excited yay. to talk about all the things. So Top of Tuesday is a podcast where I interview people about their truth. So Tatva is a Sanskrit word that means truth. So we talk about your truth. We talk about your spiritual journey, your conception of God or higher power, source, goddess, whatever your conceptualization mm -hmm. is. And then we'll just kind of see where uh, spirit guides us. I uh, it, it, I just want to throw a fun fact out there. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I probably have, but I usually just record this in one raw take and I don't do any editing. So we kind of just roll with it and flow and, and be natural. So that being said, that. let's start at the beginning. You know, um, I would love to hear about your spiritual journey. All right. All right. So get into it. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So I grew up in a very small rural town in New York in the Allegheny Mountains. So I was surrounded by nature. I was um I I just had this great little community and graduated with like 34 people in my public school like teeny tiny town. Yeah. Yeah. And it was such a great childhood. Um, but I wasn't exposed to anything, which I think was kind of cool. Um, so I didn't go to church. I didn't, I didn't do any of that. Um, nothing. It, it was just like a raw, clean slate. Um, so when I went off to college and, you know, started my life as a grown up, I kind of, um, got exposed to more things and, you know, just flowed with it. And I, um, took a religion class in college and learned kind of all about it. And that was really cool. That was like my favorite and only class that I enjoyed in college. So that was really cool. I actually ended up moving in with, uh, a girl, well, two couples, I guess. And we had a house and we all shared a house and it was, it was really awesome. Um, and this guy, Cameron, he kind of like planted seeds. Like I was a waitress, I was partying. I like had no means of like, you know, awareness or finding anything out or, you know. So he was, he was the seed planter. He was on a whole nother realm of awareness and he had been meditating for years and he started really early, like 15 or something crazy on his journey. And he planted all these seeds. We talked about different dimensions and his dreams and all these crazy things. And he, he really got me like thinking, um, and questioning and, you know, uh, so then, um, those were the seeds planted. Um, then what really kind of kicked it off is, uh, my whole journey of getting off birth control, which is kind of crazy. I'm here for that journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 
so um I, you know, after I lived with those guys, I had my fair share of toxic relationships. And then I found Seth and that was magical. And um, he's supportive in any every way and loving and caring and all of the things. So that's when I felt like safe to, you know, work on myself. And and I really dedicated all all of my energy into myself and um Let's see here. So I got off birth control for the first time. I tried twice um, just because I, I it was hindering my health. So I had been on this health journey for a long time, holistic healing. And so I really wanted to like get rid of that so I could get deeper because um, it was definitely blocking me in many ways. So got off birth control for the first time. And it was a dark, dark, crazy, scary place. <laughs> and hormones hormones yep so um I called that friend of mine that I had lived with and I I had talked to Seth a million times and just crying and sobbing like I need to move back home I need to be with my family I need to be in nature I need I need to move I need to get out of here this place is not serving me like just I I just sobbing every day So I had, I called this guy and told him what I was going through. And he was like, I I get it. I get it. You know, you're, you're in the darkness. I've been there. And he's like, but he's like leaving, you know, where you are right now, isn't going to, it's not going to take you out of the darkness. And I was like, that's not what I wanted to hear. Obviously I was like, but if I go home, I'll have the support. If I do this and he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, it may help. He was like, but you're going to be in this. Like you got to go through this. And I was like, God damn. Like, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. So that's when I kind of started reading books. I loved just consuming. I was like in the self-help like section all the time in Barnes and Noble. And there's like so many that I love, but, um, a new earth was a really Mm, like, so good, um, unmedicated. And then the untethered soul, those were like my three, like, Oh my God, this is changing my life. So all that happened. Um, you know, I, I actually ended up going back on birth control because it was so hard. I couldn't handle it. And then I, tried again, got off of it, sobbing, same darkness. So I actually ended up going to the doctors and I was like, I am so anxious. I'm having such a hard time with life right now. Like I need help in like a very serious way. So she prescribed me antidepressants and I I was like, thank God there is something that can help me right now. Well, Seth, like kind of sits me down and he was like, I know who you are and I don't know if you're going to like these. Like, I don't know if this is going to help you truly. Like it will help, you know, it'll be a bandaid, but you got to like get down. You got to go through this list. So I was like, all right. So put those, you know, in the cabinet for, you know, if I needed them, but I started really, really diving deep into meditation and journaling and I got a therapist and I did the work. Like I changed my diet. I 
I did it. I, I got, <laughs> I did the hard work, you know? So, um, got a therapist. She was an interesting lady. Um, she was a hardcore Christian woman. Um, and basically convinced me that I needed to be Christian. And that is how I would heal. And that is how I would find, you know, God. So I was like, all right, you know, like I'm, I'm reaching for anything I can grab. And I told Seth, like, I I need a religion. I need something. I can't do this by myself. I kept telling him that, like, I can't do this by myself. I can't, I'm not, I'm so in this, so deep in this darkness that I need help. So I, 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 you know, being in the society we are, I wanted a box. I wanted like, I am this and this will help me, you know? So, um, I called up my friend and I'm like, Hey, I know you go to church. I want to go to church. Can you take me to church? (laughs) She's like, okay, sure. So I go to church with her and it was, you know, I, I'm a mess, but, um, I, I felt the good, you know, I felt that energy, but I didn't resonate with any of it at all. So I sat her down and I asked her all these questions. I'm like, if I become a Christian, like, can I still do this? Asked her all these silly questions that normally people, I don't know if they would do that or not, but I sat her down and she was like, finally, at the end of the conversation, she's like, Alyssa, you're not a Christian. Like, what are you trying to do? I was like, I don't know. I need something. Like, I'm so lost. I need something. Well, okay. So I was like, that's not my thing. That's, that's not where I find God. And, um, you know, I'm still doing my yoga. I'm still meditating and I'm doing all the things. And then I'm like, okay, I'm a Buddhist. <laughs> like, that's what I am now. <laughs> I'm like choosing all of these things. And um, I got really, and when I get my mind on something, I just like, I go deep into it. So yeah. um, it was like, all right, I'm a Buddhist. So uh, <laughs> I went to Thailand and um, I got, I got a uh, Sakyant tattoo, you know, old school, like yeah. you know, dipping it in the ink and hammering it by a Buddhist monk and really got into that reading all the books. And then Seth and I were actually looking for land in North Carolina and we like stumbled upon this like abandoned looking Buddhist temple in like the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, we need to go. We need to go here. <laughs> like, I, I need this. So it was during COVID and um, it was like abandoned and we were just like walking around and peeping in the windows and stuff. And this old little Buddhist monk comes out and he's like, can I help you? Like, do you guys need anything? And uh, we're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're just looking around. We're just wondering. Like, like, yeah. Have you seen my religion? Have you seen my God? That's what you said to him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, um, so he comes in and he's like, do you want me to give you a little like rundown? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we would love that. So we sit on this floor of this 
Buddhist monk's home, it looks like. And he just like lays out the whole foundation of Buddhism. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Seth and I, you know, we have conversations about it days later. Da, da, da. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm a Buddhist. I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's who I am. So I'm just, you know, continuing on this crazy uh, journey. And um, at this point, I'm like better. My mental health is better. I'm not like desperate at this point, you know. I get it. Yeah, it was it was a very dark scary like time I was just lost I was just lost yeah so um I was at a better spot um I started I read a book called the wind is my mother and it was by a um Native American shaman like medicine man just like stories of the ways and the teachings and all of that and I was like this this right here like this is magic like I resonate with this on so many levels so um got more into that read more about you know uh Native American culture and then asked my mom I'm like I feel it in my bones like I have that in my blood and I asked my mom because we weren't very close with her uh, family, uh, her side of the family. So she was like, oh, yeah, like my great your great grandmother was 100 percent native. And if you've seen photos of my grandmother or of my mother, she was native as well. And I was just like, I, I got like on ancestry, you know, like I just like got into it more, try to, you know, learn more. And then. Um, you know, I just felt it. I didn't need that box. I was just like, that is the magic. That is like my, that's my church. That's my, that's what it is. And the whole time, you know, nature was like trying to pull me in. Like I need the mountains. I need to go home. I need, and, um, you know, it was, it was trying to pull me in. And I feel like, um, that's what I was searching for the whole time, you know? So now that we own this land and, you know, I am with her all the time, it's like 100%. Like I could um, sit on my yoga mat and meditate and that that's powerful. I've done breath work and that's powerful. I've done, you know, all sorts of different things, but the magic for me is sitting silent with mother nature and with everything that is and just being that's like where the magic that's where i come closer to god and that's where i feel it so yeah. i love it i think it's amazing <laughs> it's like you basically described like the different paths that you can take to God, right? Yeah. And we have some, we have parallels, of course. Like I, I feel like since I've met you, I have felt a connection with you, um, like a soul sister for sure. Mm -hmm. I took a theology class in college as well. And I thought it was like so fascinating. Like I think so it's fascinating. Yeah. And I like, I used to waitress in New Jersey and I would like, 
I would host for them as well. And like when we weren't busy, we were allowed to read books and I would like have the Bible out. And then I'd also have like, you know, like Buddhist like information out and I'd be highlighting and people were like, what are you doing? And I was like, (laughs) I'm looking for God. (laughs) Like I'm looking for God so I can relate to that. And then I can also relate to where you were talking about, you called your friend who planted seeds. And these are like little like earth angels, right. That are along our path that plant our plant seeds. And like, we can recall these moments in, in the dark times. Yeah. But your friend said, sure, you can go home, but you're going to still be in your darkness. And that is something like very recently that I had to face because I was up and ready to leave this area and move and start over. And that was a truth that I had to, you know, face. And I think that it is it's a, it's a brave thing when we stop running and mm-hmm. we start going, going within. And you also mentioned things like, you know, medication and therapy, and I am all for it. Uh-huh. I am all uh-huh. for it. And I think it's amazing and brave as well that you went and asked for help. Uh-huh. Um, and of course I relate to the birth control journey. I have not been on birth control in a, a long time because it is so destructive to my body like how it affects me so um but what an amazing amazing journey that you find this book on Native American shamanism which I also relate very deeply to that Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I have any actual Native American DNA in me but it's been what calls me the most out of religion religions as Mm -hmm. well is Mm -hmm. just the spirit of all and I really do miss, um, well, now that we have the fern, right, this beautiful property that you have mentioned, but we're going to get into in a second. It's such a different climate here because I'm from I'm from the Northeast, too. Mm-hmm. And I used to go and sit in the forest by myself in silence, and it was just like nothing else. Yeah. But right here where I am, I'm right by the beach, and there's like no deciduous forest. There's mm-hmm. just like marshy, marsh, marshy land and, and yep. sand, which is also like, I mean, I love the mom ocean, mm, but now exactly. there's this gorgeous property y'all called the fern in Lawrence mm-hmm. and it is so magical. Like I already talked to you and said, like, I want to rent the yurt by myself with Charles, of course, and mm-hmm. just sit there, like just be yeah. there, you know? Yeah. So I think it's amazing that, you know, you've come back home you did go home like mm-hmm. home within you and so that's exactly so amazing so let's mm-hmm. talk about let's talk about the fern and like how like yeah whatever you want to talk about as far as the fern like how you found it or how it found mm-hmm. you and it's just yeah. like, it's a magical time every time I've been there yeah the fern is magical um so let's see here we search Seth and I had always um, stayed at really unique, really cool. That's like, that was our mission. Like whatever we went on a trip, we're like, let's find the dopest, like weirdest place that we can stay at. So we did, we've stayed all over. And then, um, you know, I spent a month in Thailand. He lived in Costa Rica for six months. Like we kind of had that too, that we 
try to infuse things. But, um, so after that, you know, we've been going to many places over the years. And then we went to one place on my birthday, um, in New York in Ithaca, New York. And yeah, it was magical. Like we were like, what is this place? Like, (laughs) so that really like sparked our inspiration. Like we were like, we need to make this happen. Like, how do we make this happen? So um yeah that's what sparked everything then we made the decision okay we're gonna we're gonna do it we're gonna get the land we're gonna make it happen we want to get out of this everyday hustle bustle like grind we want to get out of that so it took us like two years to find the land (laughs) Like, and many, many, many visits to other land. Um, The other land. Yeah, it was just like, as soon as I would walk up on land or we would drive up on it, I could feel it. I'm like, this isn't it. This isn't it. You don't want to go walk? No, it's not it. I don't, like, I don't feel it. And that's all I am. Like, I am not a logic. Like, I am just like feeling. Like, if it feels right, I'm about it. So took us two years. Um, it's so funny. We didn't have a realtor forever. And then I finally reached out to my friend. I was like, okay, we need help. Like, obviously this is two years in, like we need help. So Mm -hmm. I called her up and we had a meeting and she was like, there's these spots. It's called Mitchell swamp. Like there's a couple of these, you know, pieces of property, and I had had it saved on my phone forever, but they were the worst photos. And then I like didn't go see it ever. So I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll go check that out before work. So I go. And as soon as I drive onto the land, I was like, this is it. This is the one. <laughs> so I called Seth. I'm like, Seth, I know you haven't seen this land. I know like, and his mom also like she purchased the land and she was in on it all. So called him, he called his mom and he was like, Liz says it's the one, like that's, that's what it is. And we had to act fast because things are just, you know, selling like crazy. But, um, so neither him or his mother saw the land and they put in an offer they just like trust oh my God, him. I just got chills. Yeah. They didn't even see the land. They know nothing about the land. <laughs> and I'm just calling them like, this is the land. Like I'm telling you. So um, we put in the offer and that night they accepted it. So that was a long journey, two years of searching and searching. And it was um, like on your phone the whole time. It was on our phone the whole time. <laughs> like, how is this possible? So yeah, we got the land and um yeah our mission is to work with it and help it and nurture it and not destroy it you know so um when we first got the land I came out here and did a ceremony a very long intense ceremony to the land with the land you know and um so I did all of that before we touched anything. So, you know, and anytime we're like removing a tree, there's always a reason, like there's a reason why we're doing this, that, you know, so, um, we always like do a blessing before anything happens and 
like we love you this is for the greater good da, 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 you know so there's a lot of like love a lot of um you know intention behind everything we do so and it shows I think it shows so yeah I think it definitely shows and you can definitely feel that energy of respect there mm -hmm. it's just a potent feeling when you're there mm -hmm. so I had my first experience there in October of last year our dear friends got married and it was a really fun and magical experience and then recently you guys had um Allison do the Ostara the witch's tea and it was like amazing like just this the um the table that you guys created I felt like I was in this Alice in Wonderland like <laughs> I did wear a hat because I felt yeah. like I needed a hat like a Mad Hatter hat but I wore a cute hat of course mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it was such an amazing time and I did my own little healing ritual there that you guys I feel like I'm gonna cry I'm, I don't want to cry I'm not going to cry, but you and Seth, I asked permission to do a little healing ritual there and y'all allowed me to do that. And so I'm so grateful <laughs> and uh, it's, it's definitely an amazing experience. So if you are listening or watching this, definitely check out the Fern Getaway um, on Instagram and Facebook, and then you'll see these gorgeous photos. And also you'll have an opportunity. Do you have two tents now? How many yes. tents do you guys have? Okay, my second tent. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Super exciting. Yep, second one went up, so um, we'll have two glamping tents to rent out on Airbnb, Hip Camp, and hopefully other places eventually soon. But yeah, There's also an outdoor shower. Which, if you've never mm -hmm. had an outdoor shower, you're not living life. Just no, no. It's um, funny, like. like you mentioned, uh, I guess Seth lived in Costa Rica. I lived in Costa Rica for a little while too. And that's where I had my first outdoor shower experience. <laughs> really? Yes. That's funny. Life-changing. Yeah, life-changing. Yeah, the fern, it's so funny. People ask me, you know, just people messaging me and asking me what the fern is. Um, and like, what do you do at the fern? <laughs> I'm like... No, you just sit, like, just like be, that's what you need sit. to do. Yeah. Like you don't need to be doing anything. Like that's where the magic happens. Like when, and I try to invite like everybody who stays to just do that because we don't do that in our lives. You know, it's, it's like, we have to have something to do, like whether it's a hike, even a walk, a, a this or that, like we got to be doing something and the magic of the fern is when you sit and you be um it's so magical and like the amount of medicine on this land that is just here and abundant and it's wild um it's like we have a whole new eyes like everywhere we look we're like oh my gosh there's medicine there's blueberries there's wild this there's wild that like it's so incredible um and the birds out here and the owls and just all the wildlife and the trees, like 
that's the magic. That's what you do at the fern. You know, you disconnect Mm -hmm. and you reconnect with yourself and nature. So that's the goal. Like we're not here to like entertain, which we love doing, you know, we're going to be doing that. But, um, you know, when you book a stay here, we're not here to entertain you or to have anything to entertain you. It's to just be. And also I read, I'm, I am reading, I'm like taking my time so I can like soak up all the magic of this book, but it's called mirrors of the earth. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of that, but I haven't read it. I have like piles of books everywhere in here. And I have like a whole, um, my whole entertainment center is like all books underneath my friend, you know, Jess Henry, right? Yeah. She like describes my place as super clean and neat, but pile piles of books everywhere. (laughs) My life. Um, Yeah. Tell me about this mirrors of the earth. Okay. So I'm just getting like, you know, uh, more and more. I thought I was connected with nature before, like when I would go on my little, you know, solo camping trips and hikes and go outside all the time. You know, I thought I was connected, but I wasn't but like this is I'm connected now. So um, mirrors of the earth, how she starts the book and how the book became um, was before there were mirrors, like before they, those were a thing. The only way we could see our reflection was in the earth. Oh like, my God. I just got chills again. Right. That's right. So true. Yeah. So before mirrors became a thing, you would see your reflection in like little pieces of mica or in water or in a stream or a puddle or when a leaf collected water, you know, like in the earth. So I thought that was like, I was like, oh my God, this is, this book is so good. It's so good. Um, And it's exactly what I need right now in my life. So Books are magical. I love books. I love books. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. The fern is the fern is a magical healing place. It really is, and I can't wait to stay there by myself and just detach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so uh, good for the soul. And you're right. We're in this society culture where we are. Hus- I think it's crumbling. I think that paradigm is too, and I love it. Yeah. I joke kind of like I got kicked out of the matrix in November. Like I was working a professional job, professional job remotely and yeah, got kicked out. So I think a lot of us humans are navigating that paradigm collapsing and moving into a new way of being. Mm-hmm. I think that the fern is a beautiful invitation if you're like anywhere to come and stay and just detach and then detach to connect to yep. earth and mama gaia mm-hmm. and all the so, good stuff. yeah i i only see like amazing things for for the fern um and for you guys of course yeah i was just thinking when you were talking about like how we met I think we met at Ethan's house over food. No, we met yoga. 
at a retreat, like a love retreat with Leah, right? Like you did one. Oh, yes. Leah and I did uh, the Mary Magdalene experience. Yes, yes. Yes. So we met there. Yeah, but then we like really connected over food at Ethan's. (laughs) Literally, like in the the food room for like, I don't know, two hours. Yeah. (laughs) Like here, here. Um, and it's just been amazing to connect with, to connect with you. I feel like, you know, this area has, has been very special to me as far as like soul tribe and spiritual community. Like, it's just been so amazing. There's so yeah, it's pretty wild when you think about it, like, mm-hmm. like eight, even five years ago, I didn't know any of this existed or any of these amazing people, you know, so I'm just like, so grateful and kind of in awe that this is where we live, you know, this amazing community exists here. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. How long have you actually been in Myrtle Beach? I've been here for, for this area. Time. Yeah. Cause you said you're from like, New York. Yeah. I moved here to go to college and I never went back. So like 10, 11 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always like something always kept me here, but it's yeah. I didn't feel like I belonged here. I'm like, I need nature. Like, yeah, where's the, the forest? Right? Yeah, where's the forest? And right. I found I found the forest. <laughs> what I'm curious too, what did you go to college for? Oh, so many things. I hated college. Um psychology. Um that was one thing. <laughs> then I think I was going to do civil engineering. That's wow. silly. Yeah. I, <laughs> I left really quickly. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, I hated college and, um, I've, oh, I was always ashamed. Like I was a waitress and everybody would be like, Oh, what did you go to college for? Do, what did you graduate? What's your job now? And there would be so many times where I would feel so ashamed that I would just like make things up. Like I would just be like, yeah, I got my psychology degree. Like, yeah, that's what I did. (laughs) Like I wouldn't even tell them my real life. And now I'm like, yeah, I went to college for like a year and that did not resonate. And now I'm doing all these amazing things. So I feel like what, all that stuff is not who we are as our essence. Like I just was curious because I feel I went, I went to college too. And I went for mass communication, which has benefited me as far as doing the podcast and marketing myself and all this, but I'm not in a mass comm role. Like I'm Mm -hmm. literally doing this and I am waitressing right now to support myself. And it's like, okay. But you know what? I've already in the short time that I've gotten back to waiting tables, it's like I've already met these like amazing people. So oh, yeah. you just never know. Mm-mm. You know, you just never know where life is gonna take you. And those things don't make you who you are. Those no. titles. No. You know what I mean? As long as you're doing what brings you joy, which like I see you right there. Are you in your van right now? Your or your camper? My my camper. <laughs> Yeah, remember we bonded over that too. Remember we talked about dance life, and you were yeah. like, "It's fucking hard. It is hard." Okay, it's not as glamorous as the Instagram post. And we just laughed about it. Remember? Yeah. yeah. 
I try. I'm, I feel like I'm like anti-van, not anti, but I'm just like, you guys really think about it. Like, are you sure? Think it through. That's yeah. Cause I always thought I wanted to do that, but I, I don't know right now. I'm just kind of yeah. the flow, but like, I see you like literally in the sunshine right now, like living your passion out on the fern mm-hmm. and podcasting brings me such joy too. Mm-hmm. So like we're both living in our, in our dharma right in our soul's purpose so what are some upcoming things that are happening at the fern let's talk talk about that and then if you see any like what are your like future like big goals for it okay so some upcoming events are seth has lots of things in the works um there is going to be a mushroom workshop oh Um, yeah so that's gonna be a thing I don't know dates of anything, but, um, that's going to happen. We're going to do an astrology class, a a school out here, if you will. Um, so that's in the works. I won't like release any dates for Seth, but, um, that's going to be really magical. Um, we're going to do, we really want to do just a lot of dinners, like intimate dinners and bring community together. And we really want to start doing, um, like sessions at the fern with musicians. And we, we have something in the works for that. That's coming up soon, I think. Um, and then just like building really cool places and really unique things like Seth is like people think this place is cool like right now he's like okay it's a little cool he's like but the things we have like that we are gonna do here is gonna be like people aren't gonna believe believe what's where they're where they are (laughs) like yeah so many big ideas like we we want to do like where you have for foraging dinners that's a big thing we want to do you forage for all of your ingredients and make a dinner yeah we really want to do that and we want a food forest which seth is currently building some crazy things out in my yard and we look like crazy people but um (laughs) he's building a food forest out there so we can like harvest like literally farm to table like in the same like in the same land you know yeah that's amazing yeah so that's a big thing that we want to do like farm to table dinners intimate um and music we love music so we want to incorporate like dinner and a show you know i love it and then this saturday is the ecstatic earth festival Mm -hmm. right so that's just like an all day april 8th um yeah, all day little shindig of dancing and connecting and um, gifting to the earth, earth mandalas, lots of dancing, drum circles, music. I think that potluck dinner. Mm-hmm. That yeah. should be a good time. That would be a really good time. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for all of the things. Yep. And um, is there anything else that you want to share about yourself or your journey or burn? Um, just um, also make beautiful jewelry. I do make jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm looking at your earrings. I'm like, oh, she also makes jewelry. Yeah, that's been um, 
a journey. Yeah, that's been a journey. Um, that started during COVID. But yeah, I make jewelry, wooden laser cut jewelry. Oh my gosh, but... I should have worn mine. I have like these moon phase wooden yeah. gorgeous moon phases. Yeah. They are lovely. Thank you. Yes, I make jewelry. Um just like getting I always thought that I, I kind of feel like I'm more of like a masculine energy, you know, but I've been trying to balance, you know, those two energies and just getting off birth control and getting in, in tune with your body and your cycle, just even like that really brought me closer to source and to God. Um, so I highly, you know, women just really need to get in tune with their bodies because we've just been uh, programmed to be ashamed of them and to not talk about our cycles and our, you know, none of our bodily, <laughs> you know, things. Mm -hmm. So that is also very, uh, that's a very profound thing to do as a woman. Yeah, definitely. I've had like my crazy, not crazy ideas, but like, I'm sure if you've read about Native Americans, they believe that the cycle is a purification. They literally would sit in like bleeding tents. And like, mm -hmm. I have literally had that desire to like, I don't know, sit and bleed into the earth. Like, I know that probably sounds weird to normal people. But to me, that to me, that sounds like giving back to the earth. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I always like feel that in our society, like women are forced to like work during their cycle. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's a lot going on with us. Like we're literally like purifying our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe in, in resting them as well. Um, as we're talking, I'm having so many like ideas of like, potential collaborations with you and I'm like mm -hmm. I think I don't know if we should talk about it live on the podcast <laughs> um or after I stop recording and then we'll start talking about collaborating but I'm so excited for you guys and um I'm just so grateful that you agreed to do this uh yeah. thank you for sharing your your god story yes of course. Your, your journey with self-healing because that's really, I think, where we all find God is like <laughs> through these dark times, like, because you said, God bless you. You listen to like, how many of my podcasts before you came on here? Like five, like or, five or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, what is the, the thread there is like, you know, there's some suffering and then there's some surrender yeah. and then you find mm -hmm. God and there's some suffering yeah. and there's some surrender and then you find God. And it's like, so beautiful. And yeah. that's, you know, I'm just, thank you for supporting my Dharma too. Like, yes, of course. You know I mean? And I'm, I can't wait to see you. I'm going to try to come on Saturday and everyone else should as well. So yes, yes, yes. Come Saturday. It'll be amazing. Yeah. So if people want to connect with you or the Fern, what is your contact information? Um, the Fern Getaway on mm -hmm. Facebook, on Instagram. Um, and yeah, you can, I'm, I'm the the manager of all of those things so you can connect with me on all of those <laughs> awesome well thank you so much um and thank you to everyone who's listening or viewing whoops i just hit my table you see that 
Uh, anyone who's listening or, or viewing this today, um, I hope that you uh, check out the fern and have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you. Thank you.